Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Reginald Heber began preaching in Hodnet in 1807. In April of 1809, he married Amelia Shipley. In 1817, she became pregnant and they joyfully awaited the arrival of their first child. It was to be a little girl, and they must have felt as if God had shown his unmerited favor by granting them charge of this precious soul after a decade of a childless marriage. She was born early summer of 1818. They named her Barbara. On September 8th, Reginald wrote to his friend John Thornton about a sickness that had afflicted the baby girl. He said, I believe I wrote you word that our little Barbara was, in the first instance, a very healthy child. During the hot weather, however, of the latter end of July, she had so violent an illness as to leave, for some days, hardly the most remote hope of her life. Thank God she wrestled through it surprisingly, but it left her a skeleton. Since that time, her progress has been very rapid and as favorable as we could hope or desire, and she is really now such a baby as parents exult to show. On November 27th, Reginald wrote to his friend Davenport. He closed the letter by giving a brief report of his family, saying, You will be glad to hear a good account of my wife and baby, though the latter is beginning the tedious and painful process of cutting teeth, as nurses say, though judging from appearances, the best expression is being cut by them. The scriptures tell us, and we know by experience, that children are a blessing from the Lord. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Yet the Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Later, Reginald and Amelia would recognize that it wasn't just the teething that was making Barbara unwell. Something was amiss in her little body. A few days before Christmas, Barbara took a turn for the worst. She began to have strong convulsions. The doctor was called, but to no avail. On Christmas Eve, when little Barbara was but six months old, she passed away. The next day, Christmas Day, Reginald wrote to his friend, John Thornton, again. He said, God has been pleased to afflict us in the point where we were most sensible of affliction and least prepared to expect it. In the death of our little daughter, which took place yesterday morning, after a severe illness of several days and one night passed in strong convulsions, She had not been perfectly well for the last month, which was attributed to her teeth coming. 
but I now apprehend that water had been forming in her head during that time. This was the cause of her death. Emily has borne her loss with as much tranquility as I could expect. She has received the sacrament from my hands this morning and is, I believe, fully resigned and sensible of God's abundant mercy, even when his afflictions fall heaviest. I am myself more cut down than I thought I should be, but I hope not impatient, though I cannot help thinking that whatever other children I may be blessed with, I shall never love any like this little one, given me after so many years' expectation, and who promised in personal advantages and intelligence to be even more than a parent ordinarily hopes for. But I do not forget that to have possessed her at all, and to have enjoyed the pleasure of looking at her and caressing her for six months, was God's free gift. And still less do I forget that he who has taken her will at length, I hope, restore her to us. God bless you and your wife and children, my dear Thornton, as well as with all other mercies, is the sincere prayer of your affectionate friend, Reginald Heber. In his biography, it was written, The loss of their only child was long and severely felt by Mr. and Mrs. Heber. Her father could never think of or name her without tears and his private devotions generally concluded with an earnest prayer that he might, at his last hour, be found worthy to rejoin his departed child. After writing to his friend, Reginald took up his pen again. Sitting at his desk with the sobs of his wife ringing in his ears and the dark cloud of death hanging over his head, he wrote sixteen lines of poetry to be sung as a hymn. This hymn has been a comfort to the hearts of many Christians who have lost a loved one. Reginald Heber wrote these 16 lines to his daughter. This hymn isn't a prayer, but a statement of what is true. The song is directed to the departed, but its true purpose, of course, isn't to remind the deceased, but the living. Thou art gone to the grave, but we will not deplore thee. Though sorrows and darkness encompass the tomb, the Savior has passed through its portals before thee, and the lamp of his love is thy guide through the gloom. Thou art gone to the grave, we no longer behold thee, nor tread the rough paths of the world by thy side. But the wide arms of mercy are spread to enfold thee, and sinners may hope since the Savior hath died. Thou art gone to the grave, and thy cradles forsaken. With us thy fond spirit did not tarry long, but the sunshine of heaven beamed bright on thy waking, and the sound thou didst hear was the seraphim's song. Thou art gone to the grave, but twere wrong to deplore thee, when God was thy ransom and guardian and guide. He gave thee and took thee, and soon will restore thee, where death hath no sting, since the Savior hath died.
Huber had always been known for a tender heart and compassionate posture toward those around him. But when his daughter died, he was then able to draw from a deeper well of grief and God's comfort with which he could comfort those around him. I had read a good bit about Heber before I came across this part of his life. When I wrote the episode for Heber's most famous hymn, Holy, 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 I had not yet learned about the loss of his daughter. Now, reflecting on this tragedy, it makes perfect sense why Heber would be heard in his room weeping and praying after counseling a young mother who had lost her own child. When Reginald's daughter was removed by death, he became more than ever the comforter of the sick and dying. His wife said that he was remarkably happy in gaining the confidence of his flock. He found his purest pleasure in administering to their necessities and in attending their sick and dying beds, in consoling the mourner, in exhorting the sinner to repentance, and in endeavoring to draw all hearts after him to his God. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5 Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. If you have a moment, give Hymn Stories a rating and a review so that others can find the podcast. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.